From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason D'Antonio! Thank you very much. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to another edition of the Queen's New Yorker. I'm Jason DiCanio, your gracious host and moderator for this series on Anchor and BitChute. And we welcome you to the show. Today is episode number 173 on Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. It is part three, the final finale part of Jacob Reese Park. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. So uh, we hope you're enjoying the series on beaches. Uh, we've done, like I said, Rockaway Beach. We've done Atlantic Beach. And, of course, we did uh, uh, Jacob Reese Park. We're finishing it up there. The next one in our series is going to be Jones Beach. And that's going to be coming up on Thursday's edition, episode 174. So stay tuned for that on Thursday, March 25th, and we'll get to right to it, Okay. So let's go ahead and let you know that um, we're on BitChute and doing fine. And if you haven't been over there to subscribe, please do hit that subscribe button. The views are all piling up. And right now we're on Anchor. You guys are doing fantastic. Right now, 2,638 plays. And um, uh, part two only got a seven play. Not too bad. But uh, John Frusciante's on the Legacy of Queens got a, a big eight. Somehow you guys like the archives, the past episodes. Everybody kind of is catching up, and that's okay. I mean, totally fine, folks. Don't feel bad if you're behind in the series of our, our shows here. I know it takes a lot, and I would hope that you would watch the um, – the episodes in order so that way you get a clear view of what we're really talking about and what we're discussing on each episode okay so if you need to go back to the beginning and start all over again please do it only helps boost up the plays helps uh, the channel get make money and on BitChute, i'm going to be putting all the archives there so that the views go up 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 and up okay so don't feel bad if you have to, um, you know, go back and, you know, pick an episode that you missed or something of that. If you're trying to catch up to us, I know some of you have are, are caught up to us, but some are not. 
no worries. Because I get asked a lot of times, oh, I'm so behind. Uh, take your time. That's okay. We're, we're, going, we're not going anywhere, okay? All right. So, oh, excuse me. All right. So let's go ahead and finish up the Jacob Reese Park, Part 3. From the Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, with the acquisition of the Ponset Hospital property. So, the Ponset Beach Hospital was closed on uh, April 21st, 1955, due to a declining need for tuberculosis treatment. Following the closure of the hospital, the site was considered a hot property located on the beach in the fairly exclusive Neponset neighborhood. The 14.3 acres site of the hospital was valued at $1 million and numerous groups had conflicting interests in the future of the site, with Parks Commissioner Moses wishing to absorb the site back into Reese Park in order to construct sports fields, a swimming pool, and a comfort station, and to extend the beach. Others, including New York City Comptroller Lawrence E. Jarosa, desired for the property to be sold and developed, which would draw income from both the sale and taxes. After the Board of Estimate, including Jarosa, voted 10-6 to 6 to block the park expansion and angry exchanges between Moses and Jarosa, on October 27th of 1956, New York Supreme Court Justice Peter M. Daly ruled in favor of Moses in a lawsuit by the Park Association of New York City preventing the sale. The ruling was upheld by the appellate court in Brooklyn on July 9th, 1956. The ruling referred to the original 1906 Act, which zoned the property exclusively for park or hospital use. In 1958, a compromise was reached in which the hospital would be converted into a nursing home called the Neponset Home for the Aged. Meanwhile, the remaining 10 acres of the property were turned over to the Parks Department to expand Reese Park, adding 1,000 feet of beach. The plan was approved by New York City Board of Estimate in February of 1959. A field with two baseball diamonds was created adjacent to the west of the former hospital in 61, with a comfort station and concession stand erected at the southwest corner of the field. By the 1960s, Reese Park was in a state of disrepair, which included debris on the beach and lack of maintenance of the toilet and bathhouse facilities. And although further renovations occurred during this time, the park was damaged by the Ash Wednesday storm in March of 1962. Reese Park also experienced increased crime. An 18-year-old was fatally stabbed at the beach in May of 1962, and the bust of Jacob Reese at the Central Mall was stolen in June of 64. The park's disrepair ended up endangering park visitors, in August of 65, 80 people swimming at Reese Park and Rockaway Beach were treated for stings from Portuguese, Portuguese man-of-war hydrozoans, a taxonomic class similar to jellyfish. And in addition to vandalism, there were increasing arrests for drug-related offenses on the beach. In 72, the National Park Service established the Gateway National Recreation Area around Jamaica Bay. Jacob Reese Park was ceded to the NPS two years later, on March 4th of 74. Upon takeover, focus was put on Reese Park due to it being the most heavily visited part of the Gateway area. Under NPS purview, several renovations occurred, including the installation of new roofing on the bathhouse and mall buildings. 
and the restoration of the Wise Clock, which had been taken out of operation. The NPS also began to crack down on nude bathing on the beach. Mid-July of 74, Federal Magistrate Vincent A. Cagiago suggested that the entire park be shuttered if it is going to be a gathering place of nudists. And around the same time, United States Park Police started issuing summonses to nude bathers who ignored orders to put clothes on. July 24th of 74, a bill was introduced to the New York City Council to ban nude bathing. In spite of this, NPS rangers and officers maintained a policy of allowing nude bathers to remain so long as they minded their own business. And on June 29th of 1976, Reese Park was closed due to raw sewage in the water. It was closed again on August 3rd of 78, along with beaches in Brooklyn after an oil spill near Breezy Point. The park reopened on August 7th of 78. Reese Park continued to have sewage and wastewater treatment problems. On July 17th of 1988, the beach was closed after eight syringes washed up onto the beach. Beaches at South Beach, Midland Beach, and Great Kills Park in Staten Island had previously been closed due to the same issue. The beach was reopened on July 22nd. Much of the waste that had washed up on the beaches in the area had originated in Fresh Kills Landfill or the city sewer system. In the 80s, during summer months on weekends, the B9 and B46 bus routes were extended south of their normal terminus at King's Plaza in Brooklyn to Reese Park, with a federal subsidy funding the extension. The park's historic district was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1981. Nude nude bathing was banned at the beach in 83, although it continued to persist unlawfully afterwards. In May of 88, the National Park Service planned to put the Reese Park bathhouse and mall buildings up for lease, along with other buildings in the Gateway area. The developers would then pay for renovations and upgrades to the park and its facilities, which the NPS did not have the money to fund. The bathhouse in particular was in a state of disrepair, with its showering and changing facilities closed. The plan proposed constructing a 15,000-seat performance amphitheater and a water park. Both attractions would be erected on the site of the golf course at the west end of the park and the amphitheater would occupy the northern half of the golf course site. Facing south towards the beach, the water park would sit at the south end and have a 7,500-person capacity. The golf course would be relocated to the east end of the park. Features would also be added to the bathhouse, including a restaurant, skating rinks, and a public garden and or a swimming pool. The plan was opposed by local residents and conservation groups, including the Sierra Club's New York branch and the National Audubon Society. Among the points of contention were the idea of using federal parkland for amusement development, the additional noise and traffic created by the attractions, and the potential of disturbing the bird habitats in the area. The debate was reflective of issues with the country's national parks as a whole. Queens Community Board 14, representing the Rockaways, voted unanimously to block the plans. And, bo- and by July of 1989, the amphitheater was removed from the development plan. The proposed water park was downsized from 10 acres and 
and down 10 acres to two acres and would only occupy a small corner of the southwest section of the golf course. The changes did not eliminate opposition from the community or environmental groups. And by October of that year, the development plans were dropped and instead $934,000 was allocated for renovations to the park. August 31st, 1991, the beach was closed again due to the presence of medical waste with over 500 items found including needles and medicine vials of the painkiller Nubane. Now the beach was closed for a single day due in part to the reoccurrence of waste on the beach. The park saw declining patronage that year, and during that year, a $20 million rehabilitation of the bathhouse began, which included the removal of asbestos. However, the project was not completed, and the bathhouse remained closed and continued to decay. In 1999, the federal government earmarked $450,000 for the rehabilitation of Reese Park, which was projected to be complete within five years. By 2001, then-Senators Hillary Clinton and Chuck Schumer and then-Congressman Anthony Weiner had secured another $4 million in funds, most of which were targeted toward the renovation of the bathhouse. A press release from Senator Schumer alluded to the possible construction of a pool within the $4 million, possibly located in the bathhouse. On the other hand, the National Park Service planned to use the money for general renovations. However, the pool plan was canceled after a preliminary study which determined that the operation of the pool would result in a negative profit margin. Through 2005, numerous improvements were performed at the bathhouse, on the bathhouse, with plans to repave the central courtyard. By July of 2006, however, the repairs had not been finished. However, a new bus depicting Jacob Reese had been installed at the Central Mall that April. In late October 2012, Hurricane Sandy struck the New York City area, particularly affecting the Rockaway Peninsula. At Reese Park, sand was pushed north from the beach onto the back beach areas. The bathhouse was flooded and damaged. However, structures like the Wise Clock and the new Jacob Reese bust were generally unscathed. During the recovery effort, the large parking lot was used as a temporary dump for debris from the park and the entire peninsula. This included excess sand, trees, cars, boats, and household debris. The parking lot was selected as a waste facility due to its size, location on the peninsula, and connection to highways and roads. Afterwards, the parking lot was used to clean sand before it returned to the beaches on the peninsula. And because of this, lot, because of this the lot was filled with numerous man-made dunes. The park reopened in May of 2013. Repairs to the bathhouse occurred from 2015 to 2016, after which the NPS solicited requests for proposals to reuse the entry pavilion and bathhouse. On July 21, 2011, Staten Island Congressman Michael G. Grimm introduced H.R. 2606, the New York City Natural Gas Supply Enhancement Act, to the U.S. Congress. As proposed in the bill, a three-mile natural gas pipeline called the Rockaway Delivery Lateral Project, proposed by Williams Companies, would connect to an existing offshore pipeline and running south to north through the sites of Jacob Reese Park and Floyd Bennett Field. The pipeline would run through the golf course of Reese Park, then connect to a new 1.5-mile-long Flatbush Avenue to be constructed by National Grid. 
The project was supported by the district manager of Queens Community Board 14. Two Queens congressmen also supported the pipeline, as did Anthony Weiner before his resignation. The pipeline was opposed by local environmental groups who felt it would disturb a nearby artificial reef. Grimm was subsequently found to have received campaign money from both Williams and National Grid. Shortly after Hurricane Sandy on November 7th of 2012, the Rockaway Lateral Pipeline Bill was signed into law. The pipeline was put in service by May of 2015. And there you have it, friends, the concluding history of Jacob Reese Park. Yeah, great history, wonderful. All right. Very good history. So when we come back on Thursday, we're going to be looking at one more beach. And uh, let's see. So we kind of we fixed we finished up Fort Tilden, Jacob Reese. Let's see what else do we have? We have some of the Long Island beaches. Let's see Fire Island. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Is that is that a long? No, that's really not a long history for Fire Island. Let's see, Long Beach, history, nope, okay, I'm trying to get ones that have uh, long histories to them, Lido Beach, uh, no, very short on Lido Beach, <laughs> Lido Beach is uh, Montauk, No, they really put a very, very short um, history on those. Let's see. Ocean Beach. Very short history. Point out, well, Point Lookout. Very short history. <laughs> Let's see. What else we got? Southampton. Short history. <laughs> Oh, West Hampton Beach, short history, and West Hampton Dunes, short history. <laughs> so let me put um, Jones Beach in there. Yeah, that's going to be Jones Beach State Park. Yes. And it is a short history. <laughs> wow. Very short history. But actually, if you think about it, we will look at not only the history of the of the state park itself, but we'll look at the whole thing and break it up into several, you know, we might even get two parts out of it, I guess. I'm not sure. If we decide to do Jones Beach State Park, that would be great. If not, we'll move on to uh, our next in the series, which after this week, next week we'll be going to be looking at all the sports teams because – Opening day is coming up on Thursday, April 1st. So get ready for Yankees history, Mets history, and uh, we'll be ready for it. In the meantime, 
Look out for Jones Beach State Park this coming Thursday and possibly on Saturday. I'm Jason Ecanio, and always remember to be honest, to be real, and to keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. On the Queens, New Yorker. And today I have a couple of sweatings of the small stuff, especially from uh, yesterday, March 22nd. This one says, humility and inner peace go hand in hand. The less compelled you are to try to prove yourself, the easier it is to feel peaceful inside. And today's sweating of the small stuff is the way to develop genuine humility is to practice. Okay. Uh, It's nice because you will get immediate inner feedback in the way of calm, easy feelings. The next time you have an opportunity to brag, resist the temptation. And there you have it. We'll see you on Thursday for Jones Beach State Park. Have a great night. Bye-bye. You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio Internet presentation. Thank you for your support.